0: I think it's hard for people to understand that you are marketing. You are what's it. So you have to get out and make contacts.
1: Welcome everyone to the Small Business Roundup. I'm Chris. I'm here with my wife, Joe. Today we're going to be talking about marketing. And since it's just Joe and I in studio, we're going to be interviewing ourselves as we do every other week. And then we have our guests on. But For today, with marketing, we're going to go all the way back, and what that means is going back 12 years, to starting up our own business. And we'll walk you through what our mindset was in creating a logo, and what we're doing today, what's worked well and what hasn't. um, And then we'll get into the nitty-gritty of what we've done. So, Joe, take it away. What have we done over the last 12 years and how did we <laughs> right. come up with with Wh- our where
0: we're at. And with the
1: marketing gosh, for our business? Yeah.
0: One thing that I would I would like to say is when we talk about marketing, it starts from the from the ground up. And when I came to you and said, you know, I'm ready to uh, I'm ready to start a full time dog training business. Go out and hang your own shingle. Yeah. Uh, it's it's something that I've wanted to do, and I've done it on and off, but not really having the right support group and and really the somebody that I could be a business partner with, if you will. You bet. Um, and so you know, and you said to me, if anybody can do it, you can do it, and uh, we set out a plan to. Uh, you know, where do we start? And I was working full-time. You were working full-time. We were, you know, we were working corporate America and (laughs) working working the grind, you know, and, and so we knew that it was going to be a lot of, a lot of work, but uh, it all started with, with, you know, where does it all start? And we came up with a name and, you know Western States K9 College or WSK9 CO and not really sure where that came from other than we wanted to be bigger than Utah but not really sure how big we wanted to be, I think. And then I'm not sure how it all came together at that point. Yep. And then I had a uh, uh, and that's not that's kind of where it started right there. And we didn't have a logo and I was get starting to get clients. Yeah, we, no.
1: So we had our name. Yeah, we had our yeah, name. We, we came up with a name. Yeah. Uh, and I can't even remember the variation of names that we had tossed around or anything like no. that. And I couldn't, I cannot sit here honestly and remember back, oh, this is exactly why we chose yeah. this name. I I remember as we were driving down one of our main roads here that both of us really said, God, that's the name yeah. that we want. And, yeah. and then we ran with that. Right. So the next step was... Well now we need a logo that represents well, that.
0: Well, right. And but I don't even think and that was like an immediate step either. That was me really getting the approval of you supporting me.
1: Well, that's important too. Isn't and it?
0: so um, I started getting business and we didn't have a logo. We, we put our German shepherd head on these funny t-shirts <laughs> oh, from, man. you know, some company. I don't even remember where we got them. Vistaprint. I think we had Vistaprint yeah, yeah. t-shirts done because, you know, Vistaprint was all over the, all oh, over the I
1: place. Remember that, so we
0: got business <laughs> cards made up with our German shepherd's head on it because he was really cool. And of course everybody wants to, you know, wants him. So, uh, so that's where it started. And then, uh, then it was, okay, now we, I so I was having, I was getting clients and working full time yep. and having dog training clients. And, and, uh, one of my clients said, Hey, would you be interested in doing some trade work with, uh, I print t-shirts and I'm a graphic designer. And so I came home, I'm like, ah, oh, you know, let's, what if we had her design a logo and, uh-huh. you know, or something that. like that on the t-shirts. And, and so then you and I met with her and she, uh, she gave us six, I think six different designs for the name.
1: Yeah, I remember the PDF that she came back with and and the six different designs that she had. Yeah. We did go through them pretty um pretty intensely yeah. trying to decide how we wanted our business represented and how primarily we want you represented right. because it's you're going to be the face of the business. Yep. You know, at this point and and at this point we're saying I think we're less than a year old. Yeah. around that time time. yeah Mm -hmm. and you're you're going to be out the door so how do we want our business western states canaan college and how do we want joe presented to the world when we go out the door and as we went down the list of options that she gave us Mm -hmm. uh, one one of the big things that really uh, was in the back of my mind was i don't want our business to be like anybody else's business Mm -hmm. And prior to going out and starting our business, I did um, a competitor's landscape yeah, yeah. Um, across Utah. You know, who are the dog trainers? How much do they charge? Where are they located? What does their website look like? Mm-hmm. What other logos look like? And I created this Excel spreadsheet um, based on all of that. Yeah. Well, one of the things that I found was that... Um, they were all, a vast majority of them were very cutesy, you know, bones and paws and things like that all over their website. And I always looked at Joe as being a consultant, not necessarily a dog trainer. What she's doing is she's providing a professional service Mm -hmm. to clients. And I wanted, I wanted that represented as such in a professional way, not in bones and paws right. so we took kind of a
0: consultant type yeah, design to not, it. not clinical yeah but just yeah. a
1: consultant's approach right to um to the dog training business now we started the dog training business it's the formal name of it is western states canine college yeah. that's what it was incorporated as dog training and photography, photography. yeah yep. and then it had um underneath that it had the phone number and email right right but as time went on and we'll get into that it it morphed into its own thing but yeah. what didn't change was in that list um we got rid of everything that we felt was didn't represent right. what we were yeah. you know what we had in mind And we settled on one logo that was different from all the rest. It was three boxes, and in each box, it had um, uh, the initials of the business. So it was WS in one box, K9 in the next box, and CO in Mm -hmm. the final box. Right. In three different color schemes, a a gray, a white, and a green. Yeah, And it it was very simple. Well, black. Oh, great. White was our letters, Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Yep. Yep. So it it was very simple, very impactful. Um, and that's what we chose to go with.
0: Right. Uh, I think one thing that, that I would like to say at this point is when you're brainstorming and looking at things, uh, not to have somebody that is in the same business or is in the same, uh, area as you to look at things from a different light, right? You're not a dog trainer and it really helped kind of create the image that we were because you get stuck in your field and you get oh we got to have it like this cuz that's what yep. that's what everybody's doing or that's kind of the look or the feel and this is how you become a dog trainer right you look like that and so i i found it was helpful to not have the you as a dog trainer Uh, not a dog trainer looking in and helping design and build this. And I think it's important to reach out to people that are not in the same field that you're going after and get honest opinions about, is this a representation of me, the face of the business? And is it a representation of the services that I offer?
1: Sure. Yeah. That's a good Um, point.
0: Yeah. And I think that all comes with marketing. That all comes with, you know, putting it all together, um, So we had her, we finalized one and then we had her do t-shirts and then we really started ordering business cards and, and really building it out. And then, um, and then we ended up wrapping the truck with, um, with our logo and, and, you know, simple message of Western States, canine college dog training and photography and the phone number and the website. Um, so at that point, that's That's really where it started. That was that was really the first, I would say, year and a half of our business.
1: Yeah. And moving on from that first year and within that first year as well, coming up with a name. Yep. You know, is a very logical process. We came up with a name. Yep. We already knew what we were gonna do. Yeah. Um and at that point for the listeners here, um, I hadn't gone off on photography on my own yet. It was just The photography was just a subset of the dog training program where Joe would get clients with their dogs and we could bring them into the studio and take pictures of them. Photography, from the photography perspective, I had no plans at all yeah. to to go out and hang my own shingle, much less yeah, You're just going to be know,
0: the uh, have my own business, a to run. service that we offer. Yeah, to no, my I clients. Yeah. I
1: was more than happy to work the back end of the dog training business, and the back end being the finances, the website, yeah. um, the licensing, and, yeah. the analytics, yeah. all of that, all the back back office um, stuff that a business owner right. goes through, right. uh, because. Joe easily recognizable if you ever met Joe is um, she's very assertive and she will go out and she'll sell. And you you know if you're good at one thing in your business, then be the best at it. Yeah. If you're not good at the analytical part of it, yeah, we we have to figure some of this stuff out right but find people that will help you. and that has been really a lot uh, the magic between Joe and I. Um, Especially getting this plane off the runway um, was—I can work the whole back end. That's not a problem for me, and Joe can be out there selling, and that's what you know—that is what she does best. So it was a great combination. Yeah. Yeah. So Joe, tell us, uh, maybe you know, now past that first year, tell us the top three most effective marketing, not strategies, but marketing elements mm-hmm. that you think over the last 10 years that have been pivotal?
0: The, the first thing for sure, hands down, is getting the, our, the truck wrapped. We Why is that? This, um, because it put me everywhere, even when I wasn't there, um, in our driveway in parking lots when I went grocery shopping and, you know, everywhere that I was, we were on the road going up to Montana to see, you know, your kids every month. And so we were shoot North and South I-15 to Montana and back once a month.
1: How many miles would we drive a year?
0: Oh, that's your job. Because um. <laughs> <laughs> on the back end?
1: yeah. So uh, we would I don't know. we would drive. Um, I would drive fifty. Yeah, uh, we would put on fifty to sixty thousand yeah. miles a year yeah. in in that truck, and we still have the truck, by the way. Um, it has almost four hundred thousand miles yeah. on it, and it's phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, but with that, with that wrap on the truck, and when we say wrap, what we're talking about is just the shell of, of the pickup, it's a white Toyota Tundra with a white shell, yep. and we had the windows wrapped with the WSK9CO. It had the phone number and email, you could you could read it, depending on your eyesight, you could read it yeah, at least very clear. two to three car yeah. lengths away. Now, when Joe says it's the most effective, I can back that up before data privacy became such a big deal. Yeah. Um, I could look at Google Analytics and show over and over the number one driver to our website was people typing in WSK9CO. Yep. And not only that, but I, I couldn't tell you the amount of times that Joe driving in her truck would get a call from yep. somebody on the road.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was hands down number one marketing tool.
1: How much that cost us
0: um, at the time? It's more expensive now. At the time, it was three hundred and fifty dollars.
1: Yeah, you talk about yeah that three hundred and fifty dollars yep. made us
0: thousands,
1: of yeah. tens of thousands yep. of dollars. Yeah, just doing that with as much as as we're on the road, yep. as yep. much as that truck is seen. Yeah, yeah, hands down, that was yeah absolutely critical. You know, they say in marketing that you want to be able to measure your ROI or your return on yep. investment. And, and I can tell you for certain that yeah. our return on investment on yeah. that $350 was probably $350,000. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: it was huge. The second thing um, that I think was, was uh, in marketing that was um, really effective was me setting out um, and committing to my plan of being out the door at 8 o'clock every day, no matter what. No matter what, you would take the kids, you know, if we had activities planned for them. Sometimes it was you taking the kids and I would meet you somewhere, but I was out the door at eight o'clock and, you know, take Cheyenne to school and, you know, all of that. And it was a big tag teaming, but I was out the door at eight o'clock and I had my list of apartment buildings that would accept pets, you know, how going in, can you please put these in your new, you know. Resident package, um, so I hit so many apartments every day. I hit so many vet clinics every day. Can you put these in your puppy packs? Um, and then I would hit at least one dog park a week and put flyers on cars in the dog parks. Um, and and then um, once a week I would find local pet store type things um, that would t- would hand out my flyers and business cards. So. Um, that a, would be number
1: two I have a couple of questions for you on that because there's a question that I get on tutorial Tuesdays for photography um, and this is gonna sound funny but uh, people will ask me how do I market myself yeah. and not me but you know the right. question is how do I market myself yep. and my answer to that is how do you not market yourself but for you you're talking about, you know, going out and handing flyers out mm-hmm. to veterinary clinics, um, apartments that allow pets, yep. pet stores and things like that. Yep. Why are you going to those places?
0: Um, because that's where that's where the people go to spend money on their pets. Yeah. And so, or, right, you're in an apartment place and your dog's barking and it's disrupting the neighbor. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Um, Or, you
0: know, somebody's dog got off leash and bit my dog at apartment complex. And now we have a big issue Um, because I did do a fair amount with uh, working with apartment managers and doing some seminars for, you know, how do you have a good citizen in your community and, you know, with your dog and stuff. And so um, it was really the people that would be seeking out or maybe where the bad dogs would be Um, because people, if they have a good dog, you don't have, you don't see them. But if you have a bad dog, everybody sees them, and so <laughs> that, that's great. That um, is
1: great. So
0: you know, going into vet clinics, you know, I, I really uh, got close with the technicians because they're the ones that are going to be more willing because they're the ones being bit um, and to pass out, you know, my flyers and and mm-hmm. new puppies, and so it was really where you know people spend money. Um, I would park the truck in the parking lots of Pet Smarts and and Petco's because they offer training but who know, you know, you don't know, you do always see that, but you're going to see a dog training truck in the parking lot and go, Oh, maybe I should sign up for training. Mm-hmm. And so I would park there and go to lunch or I would, you know, park there and, you know, take a dog along with me and work a dog while I needed to, to do that. So how do you market, how do you market yourself? I think you have to be willing to be the face of your business and, and be proud of it. And that sounds like well of course I'm the yep. photographer or of course I'm you know the the baker or whatever that is I think it's hard for people to understand that you are marketing you are what's it so you have to get out and make contacts I don't know where a contact would be for in the middle of nowhere Missouri for a photographer but somebody's looking for a photographer
1: Mhm yeah yeah um, they are.
0: somebody needs some marketing material for their website, I, you know, I don't know it's, but you have to find where people are seeking that out. Um, and sometimes it's a little bit more tricky than, than just simply going and passing out flyers. But we had talked about um, going into some senior events and passing your flyers out or getting your car wrapped and parking in those parking lots that they're events. How do you market yourself? Well, you have to get out the door at eight o'clock every day, Uh, honestly.
1: Yeah. And, you know, let's go back upstairs for a minute. So we've talked about, um, you know, the questions that I ask, or the question that I ask you was, you know, what are the top three things? Mm -hmm. And what we've talked about so far Mm -hmm. are um, we came up with a logo Mm -hmm. and then we came up with a plan. Yep. And then you got out the door to execute that plan. Yeah. And as simple as that sounds, you know, I could I could tell somebody on Tutorial Tuesday in an Instagram 15 second yeah. spot, come up with a logo, right? Make a plan and execute that plan. Yeah. Well, you know, here's some of the guts to yeah. to that plan. How about number three, Joe?
0: Honestly, it truly is me. Um, I, I wasn't afraid to give free things away. I would do free in-home consultation just so I can get in the door. So I could sell myself. Yep. Um, I yep. always left yep. them with something. Their dog always, you know, sat at the door. But as I was walking out, that was my big, you know, let me show you that your dog doesn't need to run out the door and chase me. They can sit at the door as I exit, and that, you know, that was a big one. And it was an easy one to get people to see how a dog thinks and where and who I am um, without using a leash and without using correction. Period. So I think the third thing is really was me, not me. I me. agree. Yep. I mean, I don't, I don't know how else to say that. And if you can't be proud to say that um, about your business, then you're not going to make it uh, because you have to be, you have to be proud uh, to be you, mm-hmm. and that's your business, <laughs> no matter what. I don't care if you're selling beef jerky, <laughs> yeah. because. You know, in, in one of our interviews, you'll you know, you'll hear us speak to uh, a business owner that has beef jerky. And yep. guess what I hear about, oh, is the Paisley guy going to be here? It's not, you know, where can I buy the beef jerky? It's that they want to see the Paisley's guy. He's the <laughs> face of the business. Yeah. He is. Yep. And and he presents himself as such. And that's really, you can't be afraid um, to be in, in front.
1: Well, those are... Three great, um, three, three great keys um, to marketing for our business. Um, let's talk now about uh, where we're at today with social media and the internet and how that plays a part in our businesses. Sure.
0: Um, I, I hate it. And I fought using it for a long time. Uh, and I hate it because, I don't know, it's a, it's a new way of thinking of grassroots marketing. You have to be really, I think, much more creative because you're not just competing with the people that you're, you know, seeing around town. You're competing with the world, in a sense. Yeah. Um, anybody will, you know, shoot, you can ship your dog across the United States and have somebody else train it that's not even local. You know if they're if they're more appealing and so but it is a critical 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 piece um, in in this day and age not not always like you would think um, and it's not for every you have to look at it differently it doesn't it's not all created equal and your businesses are not all created equal uh, for example you get a lot of business from social media, a lot of business from social I media.
1: Yes.
0: Um, I do not. It's a platform for clients to see, to stalk me, to see what's, you know, is is this who I want to hire? Um, and to have interactions with my clients. Um, it's, you know, yes, it can be bigger than that. Yes, it's different, but it's it, people aren't looking on social media for... A dog trainer, they're looking on social media for a really cute dog. <laughs> um, and so you can, you have to kind of play around with it um, and ha- have fun with it, but you can't get frustrated with it because it's not for, it's not going, you're not going to make money just because you advertise or just because you have an Instagram account or a Facebook account. Everybody you know, wants to complain about Facebook, it's a big one for me. Like, I don't, I don't mind it. I don't mind Uh, Facebook at all, you know?
1: No, that's fast. It's a fascinating thing because you, your people come, uh, come from Facebook. Yeah. Um, You get a ton of uh, engagement or whatever from Facebook. While mine on the other hand is Instagram. Right. Right. And, and it's not, I don't know, I don't equate followers, you no, know, to like, no. uh, you know, because I have X amount of followers, yeah. I make X amount of money. Oh, yeah. that, you know, that doesn't exist, yeah. nor does it exist, you know, that if you have X amount of followers, you have a business.
0: Right, you know? right. No, but I think it can be daunting, though. And I think it can be frustrating. And I think it's one of the ickiest marketing tools out there. I think it's dirty Hmm. um but you have to play the game you just have to play your game not because cd photog has a bazillion followers and that he's making money off of it so i should because it doesn't work like that for us you know there's moments you know as we're talking about the the grit and the grind and the you know there's times i look at your stuff and go well, shit, why can't I do that? And, and it, but it's not the same, you know, but, it, but yeah. you do. You can start looking at others and go, gosh, well, you know, why aren't people commenting on mine? You know, and it can really, I think it's a dirty game of marketing.
1: Um, social media is a big driver for me, but it's important to realize that I had a business before social media. Social media um, was just a result of somebody being honest with me. Mm-hmm. because the reason the reason that my social media account is the way it is right mm-hmm. now is because someone sent me an email a dear friend of mine who owns a print shop mm-hmm. sent me an email after you know setting up my first workshop yep. years and years ago yep. and getting nobody to sign up for it yep. and she sent me an email and she was very very nice and she said Um, I know you have all this experience and I know who you are and I know what you do with Help Portrait and all this stuff. But she says, you, you have no social media presence at all. She said, I would recommend you, um, you know, build up your presence. And for me, I, I've saved that email because it's the driving force behind where I'm at today. Mm -hmm. And, and I've left every post up that I've ever posted because I want to be transparent with people that look at my account that if they're so inclined, they can go back and they can see the very first post that I ever made. And they can also see where I made a commitment to myself to, to create or, you know, to put myself out there. What I, what I didn't know on my, on my side of the business was, um, I didn't know how it was gonna grow. Yeah. But I knew photography and I already had a ton of branding images mm-hmm. built up. So I have the library and I have the knowledge. Well, right. why can't I just marry those together and post them? Now from the from the pure marketing perspective, yeah. when when I took to social media, it was to saturate it. Yeah. And so for the first year, I posted morning, noon, and night. Mm-hmm. And I would post photography tutorials, you know, quick tips or something like that. And within the first year, I grew 10,000 followers. Then it became a kind of a data game for me. Well, if I did, if I built myself 10,000 followers in the first year, if I do the same thing, will I get, you know, if you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you always got. And, And sure enough, I did the same thing in year number two. And I grew another 10,000 followers. Then I think it was in year three that I backed off to posting one time a day.
0: Yeah.
1: And and I still grew
0: yeah.
1: um, another 10,000 followers. Then, you know, you introduce the video portion, all this stuff and whatever. Then,
0: then you just go <laughs> to get creative with it.
1: Right? Yeah, yeah. Now yeah. you got to get creative. But for me... Yes. I, I've never paid for a like, I've never paid for a follower. Um, I've just spoken about my workshops. I've never paid for sponsorship for my workshops and I've filled my workshops exclusively off of, um, social media advertising.
0: Right. Right. Um, you know, something Chris that I, that I feel like, you know, people can get frustrated and caught up with and, and people trying to, you know, people trying to build a business. Um, I've taken many dog trainers and helped them build their business.
1: Sure. Um,
0: yep. yep, they're not me. Yep, they don't sell like me. Yep, they're not necessarily going to get, you know, the big stuff. But, but they've built it because I can, I can tangibly set out a plan on how to capture dog owners Mm-hmm. Um, into training and, and you can replicate that. And then then it's all about personality and how you connect with people. What's frustrating, I believe that people can see and that I see even from Tutorial Tuesday, of people really trying to reach out and go, how can I, how can I be like you? and how can I make that happen? And I'm here to say that nobody can be like you. And they're not going to build just because they post three times a day. doesn't mean they're going to get 10,000 followers. You have to have the ability to not get caught up into yourself and be your own self all in the same, same breath. You know, when I say it's about you and you can't, you know, if you can't be about you, then you're not going to grow your business. But it's, it has to be about you for everybody else. And that don't compare Yep. Don't compare because it doesn't grow the same. And that's why I think social media is a dirty marketing game is because you can't replicate somebody else. You cannot. You you can't grow your business online and social media the same way somebody else did.
1: Oh, I totally agree.
0: Yeah. And yeah, so I absolutely. think with marketing, as we talk about marketing, how it can become so frustrating mm-hmm. because it's it's not all created equal for sure. Well,
1: we've talked about um, three of the most effective uh, marketing mm-hmm. things that we've done. And we talked about social media here. Let's talk now about um, some of the things that haven't worked so well. Yeah. Over, over 12 years, if we said that everything worked well, well, that'd be a Ugh. pile yeah. of crap. Wouldn't yeah. it Wouldn't <laughs> be lying through our teeth? Yep. What hasn't, what's one thing Um, I'll give you two things that
0: that have not, that has not worked well. What are a couple things? Um, so the first thing is, is we did, you know, we, we did, you know, an, an analysis of uh, this dogs in Utah and where (laughs) the biggest population was. And, and the biggest population is, uh, in the town West of us and there's more dogs
1: per capita capita
0: than, so what we decided to do is we would do a huge print campaign, huge print campaign.
1: Yeah, this is um, I'm I'm laughing. You guys can't see this, but I'm I'm laughing hysterically here because I remember running all the data for this. Yeah. And what Joe's talking about is just like, you know, if you've ever gone out and gotten financing or something like that, they pull you what's called your credit bureau. Yeah. And there's three different credit reporting agencies and yada yada right. yada. But um these credit reporting agencies have at that time had so much data on you. Yeah, and they you still get, do, yeah. you know, just like Facebook, you yeah. know, collecting all this data. Yeah. And one of those data points that you can get at if you pay for it is you can find out, you know, what county or what city, you know, has has the highest dogs, dogs and they collect. Or, yeah. yeah. So, so I took the analytical part of this early on and said, well, over here has the most has the most dogs. And logically, sure, why would we not set right. up a postcard campaign yeah. to where all of the dogs are? Yeah. You know, if, if this one city has 10 times more dogs, then I'm gonna mark yeah. it over
0: there. Yeah, and we didn't have any clients there. Um, and mostly because uh, the, we live... Where we live, you know, that's where you're going to get the majority of your clients because the truck was wrapped. And yep. um, and so, uh, you know, we just weren't driving out there. And so here goes the campaign. And it was a couple thousand. I mean, it was more than a couple thousand.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, we, we spent. Oh,
0: that was a lot. Um, <laughs> I a lot and um, I, I got one phone call. We didn't get any returns. No, we didn't. Um, and I got one phone call of. A crazy crazy mentally ill person that was yelling at me and she was looking at the flyer (laughs) Um, and it had nothing to do with her dogs but she thought that had like somebody had turned her in and she needed to get dog training Uh and she didn't understand it and she wasn't like it wasn't like a, a person that has a disability it was really she was crazy like I ended up hanging up on her. That was a that was just the biggest flop ever. And never yes, did we get yes, anything. It was. Um and and the second one, um, as to me as as funny as this seems, um, the second one that I have found that's um early on in Facebook. I mean, you know, when we started this. Social media was just coming alive. Yeah. It really wasn't, you know, Instagram wasn't even there. Yep. Um, Facebook was really starting to move. And so I did some, we did some Facebook ads. Um, oh,
1: that's right. And that was yeah, a flop. I forgot about like, that. Like that was
0: a complete flop with it. Um, we didn't sink a lot of money into that one because at the time you had things going on. But that was another, mm-hmm. like probably the two things that was like, oh, well, that's, you know, let's just keep driving the truck around. Um yeah. So I think I think those two are the biggest failures for me. What about you, Chris?
1: Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hesitate to even say this, but um, the calendars. Yeah. Calendars, biggest flop. Yep. Biggest flop. I took a massive hit on that. Yep. Um, I am I am so thankful for the people that that have purchased the mm-hmm. calendars, and I'm really thankful that I can share those with with the people that are in the calendars. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because over and over i say without without people allowing me into their lives to capture what they love doing and then be able to share that yeah. I don't have my i don't have my body of work right it is so fresh on my mind are the calendars yeah yeah i I spent a ton of money on that well you know ton is relative but yeah I, I spent a considerable amount yeah. of money on that and um i won't even come close to making yeah. that which is really unfortunate yeah <sighs> Uh, what else hasn't worked so well? Um, I've never done any any paid advertising mm-hmm. on social media at all, yeah. so I I can't speak to that.
0: Yeah, um, I I'm gonna say something that hasn't um, worked great is giving away some of your f- services for free in hopes to get a return, and there was no. Return, and that's not necessarily its marketing, but it's not. It is. It, it's sure. You have you, you have to give free stuff away. Um,
1: hands there was down. yeah. What Joe's talking about is uh, recently. Recently, I I did a, f- a family shoot mm-hmm. off of a referral and and I chose yeah as as a um, as a way to say thank you. I chose not to charge them and yeah. rather they, um, they would just pay for prints. Yeah, It was a humongous slap in the face yeah. for me because they, it yeah. wasn't even worth my yeah. time. They yeah. paid a, a minimal amount of money and it reminded me always, it reminded me of, and now that you bring that up, I think about another one, but, um, <laughs> it, it reminded me that it's up to us to put our foot out there and to charge right. that here it is. Right. Here's my pricing. And as much as, and now I think of two more, <laughs> now it's starting to flow. Yeah. Um, I, I think of two more, but it is up to us to to put our pricing out there. Yeah. And we've done that from day zero. Yeah. As you walked out the door, we had, you know, 12 years ago, we had our price list. We yeah. still have a price yeah. list being a business owner, you can choose whether or not you, yeah. you want to deviate from that price list. That's not to say that you can't do something for free. Absolutely. Not. If you're building relationships from it.
0: Right. Right. Yes. If,
1: if you are, if you're building a relationship from it, yep. that that could pay tenfold yeah. what you would make. Yeah. Um, but it's, you have to use your judgment on those.
0: Well, and I, and I think, you know, if you would have given the original referral, maybe a kickback or maybe a Agreed. sent them a free print yes. marketing yep. that way, rather yep. than giving their friends something for free uh-huh. would have been a better marketing piece. It's all marketing, no matter what you do, it's all marketing. And so, you know, how you present yourself and what you do is it's all marketing. And so You know, to me, it wasn't like, oh, I'm going to choose 12 families every year to not charge that, you know, for my marketing plan in hopes that they'll refer people to me that it wasn't that at all. It's just you think about, you know, you appreciate your referrals and you want to give back and it's just not the right direction to give to get back referral wise. So.
1: Yeah. Now that now that Joe did bring that up, um, I can think of a couple others that went a, a very similar yeah. way. Yeah. And and I was so extremely disappointed yeah. in myself. And that's what I that's what I end up thinking is is a, just a huge disappointment mm-hmm. in myself for not charging. Yeah. No, it, it doesn't. In the big scheme of things, it doesn't mean that I wasn't profitable one year or the next. No, but no. I'll tell you what, it is it is a slap. It, yeah. It's not that. It's not a slap on the face. It's a kick in the butt yeah. for you as a yeah. business owner to to say, that will never happen yeah. to me again. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yep. And I think that there's a lot to be said about giving back is giving back right give something to the person that referred them not give something to the person that's being referred to that's marketing but you can get caught up into wanting to you know gosh i really appreciate what she did and so i'm going to help you out and then you're like gosh that just didn't work like that is not the way i had hoped it would have gone and that's that's still market it's still a marketing thought process
1: yep it sure is um we're, uh, we're almost rolling up here on 45 minutes and there's one more thing I want to talk about. And, and that is building a brand. Mm -hmm. If you are to take on, uh, a new dog trainer that wants to build their own business and wants to build their own brand, um, or me take on a photographer and and help somebody build a photography business or whatever. Um, how do we build a brand?
0: You have to have a name. And rather that's a photographer's name or, you know, whatever it is, and you need to have a logo. Um, and you have to represent that brand, that name, everywhere you go. If you're at the grocery store, you're not a mom at the grocery store. You're a photographer at the grocery store. You're a dog trainer at the grocery store. And and that's how you build your brand is you have to represent that brand as if it wasn't yours, but you were making money by representing that brand.
1: Yeah, yeah, you bet. Even at Cowboy Christmas, I had to remind myself that um, that I'm in a public I'm in a public area where a lot of people know me. Yeah. And when people are pulling me out of the middle of an aisle. And wanting to take a selfie with me, I'm right. like, oh, oh, my God. You know, I, I yeah. have to remember that, yes, I'm me, but I also represent my own brand as right. well. Right. And and more so for you, because you, you here in Utah, you have a very, very public presence. Yeah. Uh, you know, from many of the elite people that, yeah. that you have done dog training with. Um, here in the state to even out of state for that matter and when people see the truck it's not wrapped anymore but it will be it's coming (laughs) when when people when people see your brand when people see um you as a face of the business you know they see you as joe the dog trainer right you know and and we always have to be reminded of that yeah because I remember you saying, um, you coming home some years ago and, and you're like, somebody was waving me down in traffic. You're like, Oh yeah, well, you know, yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, Chris, that, that being said, um, we've talked about a turning point in my business and I have rebranded, changed the name. And that's a
1: whole different podcast.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: you think starting a business is hard? Right. Rebrand yourself. Yeah,
0: yeah. it's been it's been challenging, um, but I'm actually just starting with the grassroots again, getting the new truck um, r- wrap, wrapped with something. It's like yeah. there's gonna be something not as big as it was before. Um, I had to get a logo redone. Um, I've got flyers. Uh, you know, it's it really is just starting from the grassroots again, but also. Um, I'm taking a different approach on social media because I do have an online dog training platform and I would like that to grow this year. And so it, it's challenging to rebrand and to help people take that step with me. So I'm hoping social media this year will be my friend instead of this dirty marketing thing.
1: Um, <laughs> embrace, embrace I'm the trying. suck. Isn't yeah. That embrace
0: that. Yeah. Something like that. Um, <laughs> So, Chris, I think what I would like to to end with is, um, you know, everybody wants to hear about CD Photog and, and how a photographer builds, um, how a photographer builds the business. Do you feel like that you grew your photography business the same way with the grassroots and getting yourself out there and building it? Sum it up in yes. like two sentences.
1: Yeah. You have to. Sum it up in two sentences. You have to commit to your plan Mm -hmm. and you have to execute on that plan. No
0: matter what it is.
1: No matter what it is. And there, you can come up with a hundred different plans a year. And that's great. We call that throwing shit at a fence or whatever. Yeah, and hope something sticks. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: That might be a little excessive, but you have to commit to executing on your plan, yeah. whatever that plan is. Even tutorial Tuesdays, yep. that was new for me. Yeah. And I was consistent yeah. all the way up yeah. you know, to the end of this year, 52 weeks yep. on my YouTube channel. But there's a bigger picture to that. right? But you still have to commit to yeah. that. You have to commit yeah. to doing them. You have to commit to spending the time with them. Um, and that doesn't stop. I'm going to continue my Tutorial right. Tuesdays. And that's just a new marketing arm you yeah. know, for the photography business. Yeah. And that's what people need to realize is that um, you come up with different ideas. How is it going to help you build your brand? How is it going to help you build your business? And then come up with a plan to do that and execute on that plan.
0: Is there a wrong plan?
1: Yeah, the one you don't do.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter. Just represent yourself.
1: Yeah. yeah. Joe, thanks for doing the podcast with me again on marketing.
0: <laughs> It'll uh, be fun to see what our guests have to say.
1: Definitely. And I'm going to end this podcast by letting our listeners know that if you go to anchor.fm forward slash Roundup, you can join in the conversation with us by leaving us a message And we can include that in our podcast. So if you want to participate in the podcast with us, join us on anchor.fm forward slash SB Roundup and leave us a message. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Chris. And I'm Joe. (laughs) And I'm here with my wife, (laughs) Joe. And this is the Small Business Roundup.